Welcome, 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 welcome back to Locked On 76ers. I'm your host, Keith Pompey. Happy Friday to you. It's Friday, February the 26th. A lot to talk about. Sixers came off of 111-97 victory last night. Ben Simmons outplayed Luka Donich. Joel Embiid struggled from the field again. Seth Curry, three steals, six for nine shooting, three for three on threes. The bench came alive. I mean, it was a good win for the Sixers. Now, Kristaps Persingas didn't play, but it was still a good win for the Sixers. So you know what we do. The first segment, we're going to dissect this victory. Talk about Ben Simmons. Second segment, we're going to talk about where the Sixers are right now in the season. Talk about the second half of the season. How crazy the schedule is. And then in the third segment, you know, things that come to mind. That's what we're going to talk about. But before we do, I want to let y'all know that this is the only podcast that covers the 76ers that comes to you five days a week. In addition to being the host of this podcast, I am the Philadelphia Inquirer's Philadelphia 76ers beat writer. So you can read my stuff on Inquirer.com. You can pick up a Philadelphia Inquirer. You can pick up a Philadelphia Daily News if you're in the Philly area. And you can follow me on Twitter at Pompey, P-O-M-P-E-Y on Sixers. Pompey on Sixers. The same thing for Instagram, Pompey on Sixers. Well, last night was a good game for the Sixers. The thing about when they played the Dallas Mavericks, I remember last year, um, Luka Donish didn't play the first time they played. He had, like, ankle injuries or something like that. But the second time they played in Dallas, Ben Simmons guarded him. And he struggled. Now, he scored enough points. He got, like, maybe had 30-something points. But it was a tough 30. It was a lot of shots. A lot of shots. And he just looked like a regular person. He didn't look extraordinary. Not at all. He looked frustrated. Well, tonight comes. Last night comes. And you say to yourself, you're like, okay. Luca is that guy again. He got 32 career triple doubles. Voted an, a Western Conference All Star starter for the second consecutive year. MVP candidate. Ben Simmons is one of the best defenders in the league. He wants to be the Defensive Player of the Year. That's his goal, his focus. So what's going to happen? Something's going to have to give. Let's just say Ben Simmons won this battle. Convincingly. Now, Luka did come out and hit some threes in the second half, third quarter, you know, to make it look good. But there was a point in the game where he was two for eight shooting. Then he made a, a shot. 
late in the court in the second half, the last shot in the half, over Tobias Harris. So he went in there three for nine shooting. But Ben Simmons blocked shots, took the ball from, did everything. Ben Simmons was phenomenal. Phenomenal. He definitely won this matchup. And afterwards, he says, you know, I do what I do. Like, he likes taking the challenges. He, 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 you know, it wasn't nothing special to him. And I guess the biggest ultimate compliment is the way Luca responded after the game. You know, there was a reporter, a national guy, who was, you know, in town covering the game. He basically asked Luca, um, basically, to compare um, how Ben Simmons guarded him compared to, to other players, right? Luca's response is, I don't pay attention to things like that. Then the guy was muted. <laughs> so when you hear stuff like that, you know he pays attention. But in regards to like how Ben was able to contain him, Ben said, just me and just being me. Doing what I do. I like taking those challenges. I said this over and over again. You know, just tell me who to guard. And he's right. Don't get me wrong, it's not every time he knocks people down though. Like he's he's a lockdown defender, but there's been some times where guys got the best of him. The Aaron Fox. But he enjoys these challenges. And it's something about Luca that he just straight out there locks him down. Locks him down. Right? So, you know, that's pretty good. Now, and the thing is, let's talk about Joel Embiid. He had a another off-shooting night. I mean, he was 5 for 20. He scored 23 points, a lot of them on the strength of making 11 to 12 three throws. He was a plus seven. But Boban really did a number on him. You know, Boban's length and his size made shots for Embiid tough to make, to shoot over that height, right? Embiid, is, this comes after Embiid shot Three for thirteen the on on Tuesday. And then he was six for twenty on Sunday. So he's really struggled recently. But again, if you want to look at a positive from it, he struggled while his teammates played well. So when you say stuff like that, that's a plus because, come on, y'all, you know it. Early in the beginning of the season, none of this was wouldn't happen. It would have been like if he struggled, they would lose. So that's a plus. It's a plus for the 76ers. It really is. But this was a great, great win for him, at least from a confidence type of thing, something to build on. You know, something for them to build on confidence-wise. You know. You know, but you know what I want to build on? You know what what I really like? I like, and I'm not really a gambling person, but I like it for y'all because it's a great deal. 
is Bet Online AG. You know, Bet Online AG. There's only one place that has you covered. Just one. Right? And one place we trust. That's Bet Online AG. Sign up today for your free account at Bet Online AG and use the promo code LOCKED ON for your 50% welcome bonus. I'm telling you, do it today. Now, you can subscribe to this podcast wherever you subscribe to podcasts at. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Pompeii on Sixes. Right? Now, there is only, like, the second half of the season is, I look at it, and it's going to be grueling. I mean, you see where the 76ers play a lot of, like, what they got, 32 games. Over 67 days. I mean, it's crazy. It's a crazy condensed schedule. Crazy. You know, they're going to have non-back-to-backs. I mean, it's just a lot going on. But guess what? All the teams have to deal with it. This is something that we really can't say we didn't expect. Because they're trying to get all these games in due to the pandemic. They're trying to get these games in. Um, you know, they're, they're trying to get these games in before the Olympics, if they have them. But it's a lot of games. And I, I, Correction. I said 32. It's actually 36. All right. Now, Danny Green was asked. Danny Green was asked about about this, how grueling it is. And his facial re- expression told everything. And at first he said, he said, first, my facial expression gave you what I thought about, right? He said, I don't want to think about the second half of the season right now. Like initially he went on and he, he talked about Thursday night's game against the Dallas Mavericks and taking it one game at a time before the All-Star break break. You know, he talked about how the Sixers can hopefully refresh their bodies and minds during the break, right? Which is run from March 4th through the 10th. But he couldn't avoid about talking about the second half schedule. Not at all. And this is what he said. As I look at it, it looks tiring. It looks exhausting. Is there danger? Possibly. But there's danger but there's danger in every season. But when you shorten the season, when you compact it even more, there's always been some injuries in the past because of more minutes, a lot of games, etc. When you have a lot of games, minutes, and back-to-back games like that, and travel as much as we are, yes, it could be dangerous. But that's why we have the medical staff we have, right? Now, Rick Carlisle, was asked about the condensed schedule. Rick Carlisle, the coach of the Dallas Mavericks, he was asked about the condensed second-half schedule, right? And he said that's something that teams are looking into. It's something that they will have to manage. Are there concerns? Of course. 
but but if you're going to have to be managed with strategic rest, managing minutes, quality practices, and probably uh, going a few far in between, right? So you know he 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 admitted that it, there there um there's some concerns, you know, and there are. You know there are going to be some concerns, but. You know, it is what it is. They have to get this thing done. They know it. Um, this is just going to be one season that the guys are going to just have to cope with. Going to have to get everything done. Going to have to deal with it. It's going to get better next year, hopefully. <laughs> Once everybody gets the vaccine and, and, and this and that. But it's, it's, unfortunately, this is just this, this is just a sign of the times this season and that's something you know Doc Rivers said like when he was asked earlier about the teams um, when, when he was asked earlier about the team um, you know how they had to play during the, the pandemic you know it's just something that the Sixers have to deal with something the league has to deal with it's rough now though I'm not going to lie. It is rough. It is rough. So. So that's what we're going to say. Now. Right about now. It's one of those things where. It's all about Built Bar. Y'all know how I feel about my Built Bar. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get 20% off your next order. I'm telling you, do it today. <laughs> don't wait. Don't, don't wait. Just do it today. Now... The Sixers, this this race is exciting. Like I asked Danny Green about how often do you guys pay attention to the standings, and you know somewhere in the middle of the season, maybe right about now, you know, as we do things, you you think about it. He said, "What I'm here to tell you, I, I cannot keep looking at the standings." I keep trying to tell myself, Keith, you know, they got like 40-something games left. But you look at how great Brooklyn is playing. I think Brooklyn won their eighth game last night. And you see how the Sixers are just clinging to this half a game lead. And it's like right now they have to win. And then you're looking at Milwaukee. You're looking at all these other teams. And you're saying to yourself, man, the Sixers' schedule is going to get tougher. Are they going to catch them? And what's going to happen when they catch them, right? Because I think they are going to catch them. Then you look at the Sixers and you say, like, hmm, they have some holes. But the guys seem to be confident, saying all the right things. So it's very interesting, I'm telling you. This is. This, this is going to, the second half is going to be interesting. And you look at it and, and you know, the Sixers benefited from a, a, a easy early schedule, it's going to get stiffer. 
This is exciting. It's really, it really is. I mean, it's going to go down. I'm not going to say it's going to go down to the wire. I mean, I, I do think right now, unless the Sixers make a move, that Brooklyn is going to, like, run away from stuff. That's why I keep saying myself. But then I always say to myself, too, like, is it me, y'all? But does Brooklyn look better when they have two of the three stars playing as opposed to all three? Hmm? It's easier to share the responsibilities when it's just two of y'all. But maybe it's just me saying that early because I do think that they're going to run away with it. But if the Sixers can go get Kyle Lowry, if they could go get a Victor Oladipo, I think it's going to work out. They could be there. They could give them a run for their money, so to speak. But right now, no, I don't see it. But hey, I want to thank you all for listening. Have a blessed, blessed day. Peace.